This is Auto Line This Week, the show that gets you inside the global automotive industry. Auto Line This Week partnered with the Consulate General of Canada in Detroit to produce this episode. Hi, I'm John McElroy. Thanks for joining us on AutoLine this week. Today, the talk is going to be all about auto shows. How effective are they? I mean, there's been all this talk that they've been losing all kind of their panache, but we've got some interesting research here from Foresight Research that says opposite, that auto shows are actually very effective when it comes to the public. We've got Steve Bruin. He's the CEO of Foresight Research. And I'm also joined today by Brian Armstead, who is a freelance journalist, also a North American Car and Truck of the Year journalist, and Mark Phelan, the car critic from the Detroit Free Press. Great to have you all here. Steve, let me throw it right out to you. Uh, There has been a lot of report that the media has been losing interest in auto shows. A number of car companies seem to have dropped out of most of them, but your research shows the public's still very interested in these. It's, It's true. Um, it, it seems that there's a lot of question and it goes on about the value of auto shows from the OEMs and from the press. And uh, the consumer disagrees. Uh, the consumer still considers the auto show to be an important part of the um, <clears throat> shopping experience uh, when they're in the market to buy a new car or truck. <clears throat> so um, in 2019, of course, some of the auto, some of the car companies decided to pull out of auto shows, uh, namely that was BMW, Audi, and uh, Mercedes-Benz. But it's been since followed by other brands, frequently luxury brands. Um, <clears throat> interestingly and ironically, though, uh, luxury buyers attend auto shows at a disproportionate share uh, compared to uh, the population. So, in other words, there's a lot of luxury buyers at auto shows even though uh, a number of the luxury brands have pulled out of auto shows. So they're really missing a bet. Yeah. Brian, I'm sure you got a question. Yeah. Um, fascinating research in your report. I am an auto show junkie, and I don't mean from a media perspective. I get really juiced up every year when I get to go and touch all of the cars at once. You know, as an automotive writer, we touch a car for a couple of days or a week, and we go to these press launches. But it's really good to get the pulse of the community when you go to these shows. I went to the Washington Auto Show this year and the Baltimore Auto Show this year, and they were both packed. I mean, even during the Omicron, uh, I mean, the the surge in in COVID had gone down a little bit, but you could see the enthusiasm in people getting behind the wheel of cars, you know, driving a Jeep or or a Land Rover on a a course in the uh, convention center. So, you know, I don't know what's up with the manufacturers in, in media days, but I, I agree with the report. What I see, you know, particularly on the Eastern Seaboard, the Philly show is popular, the Miami show is popular. Still a strong demand for uh, people who want to go out and touch all the new cars and trucks, particularly with all these EVs coming. They, they want to know what's going on. They want to learn about the new technologies. Well, you're quite right, Brian. You're exactly right. Uh, auto shows deliver uh, an experience that is not available to a buyer in any other place with the ex- exception of the dealership itself. But, I mean, a lot of the other communications are important, and they certainly work in conjoint, but uh, auto shows are an experiential event, and people go in big numbers. And we've been measuring attendance for 10 years or so, and about 7 million people, uh, 7 million households go to auto shows every year, and that translates to 11 million people. Importantly, of that group, 
70% of them are 12 month and tenders. So if there's seven explain million, that. explain it. What, what, what do you mean 12 month and tenders? They're in the market to buy a car in the next 12 months. And we've done measures and follow ups and say, okay, you said you were 12 month tender. Did you actually do it? And the answer is yes, hmm. uh, overwhelmingly. Um, and the thing is that people go to auto shows way up front from their planned purchase. They might have a lease coming up in November, all right? And they may go to an auto show in March. Why? Because the auto show is available in their market at that time. They know they're planning to get a new car or truck. Um, and they've shopped frequently a month in advance, a year in advance, and sometimes even more than that. But we, we cut it off at a year. People plan ahead in this thing. And, um, and, and luxury buyers are there in a disproportionate group. So the luxury brands pulling out is really, really quite questionable. But in any event, many have, as you know. And that's something I wanted to follow up with you on, Steve, because I, as, as journalists, we obsess about the auto shows, the, the, the big leading national ones where the automakers have their own stands and they come in and have press conferences. And that has diminished diminished drastically uh, as they find other ways to introduce new vehicles to us. But at most uh, auto shows, it's the local dealers that exhibit. Uh, so uh, as you, you your, your folks go to almost 60 shows a year, if I recall correctly, do they see a lower participation by luxury brands when it's the local dealers that would be participating as well? Are the luxury brands absent in, in a lot of shows or, uh, or, or is it or not? They are absent in a lot of shows. And basically the way it breaks out is you, you look at the big shows the ones that get all the visibility, New York, Los Angeles, Detroit, Chicago, uh, they count for about 15% of the attendance. Uh, the lion's share is regional auto shows. It's the Miamis, it's the Phoenixes, it's, um, it's even smaller markets uh, like Buffalo, for example. Uh, and people attend in roughly the same proportion as the big auto shows, with one exception, Detroit. Because Detroit, over the years, has drawn a lot of people from out of the market. People come from all over the Midwest to go to the Detroit show. So that, that's kind of an anomaly. But uh, the, the, the rate of attendance is about the same um, in market after market after market, even among the very small shows. That's a little bit lower, but it's still there. Why is that the case? Because people are there basically to shop for the vehicle. That's the basic attraction. And uh, as, along with the product specialists and the, the folks that are there to answer questions, as, as well as a lot of the electronics that are available today, you know, uh, kiosk and so forth. But um, that's why they're there, to shop for a vehicle. And, and most vehicles are there in representative samples. I mean, probably not every color, not every brand, but a lot is there. And you can, in one room, uh, you can see a lot of different brands and cross-consider brands and compare them and so forth and so on. And people spend a typically about four hours a day doing just that, regardless of the size of the show. And it's beginning to look like we may be edging back toward uh, a more normal you know, way of doing things. The Chicago Auto Show happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. Do you have any uh, insight into you know, how that looked uh, versus uh, pre-pandemic years? Yeah, we were there, and we've measured it, and uh, it's in data processing at the moment. We'll know the answer to those questions in about two weeks. 
Hey, Steve, a question for you. <clears throat> As you know, the Washington Auto Show has a legislative component to it because of Capitol Hill being right. the backyard of the uh, Washington, D.C. Convention Center. Has there been any push by the Biden administration with their Build Back Better plan and the the amount of money that they pledged to put aside for EV infrastructure? Has there been any kind of uh, feedback or input from the Biden administration towards auto shows to get people out to see these EVs so perhaps they can make the uh, the Build Back Better plan um, push it a little uh, smoother through Congress? Well, it's interesting you bring that up. Uh, I, I don't know of anything coming from the Biden uh, administration on that point, but I can tell you that um, auto shows play a really critical role in hybrids and BEVs, mm-hmm. um, and we've we've been measuring that for the last couple of years. I mean, since it's become an issue, obviously the car companies are spending enormous amounts of money to develop these products and. Uh, uh, to go along with the engineering and the product development, uh, you need to educate the public, and you, it's a it's a critical component. And when we look at auto shows, um, we, we've questioned what the role is for auto shows in that process. And auto shows uh, look to us to be an extremely effective way of getting the word across. Obviously, the ride and drives that'll occur with BEVs is going to be really exciting stuff, but um, but. The people who are attending auto shows are into this. I'll give you some numbers here. Um, 43% of the people who are at auto shows own a hybrid or a BEV. That's double what uh, the the, uh, incidence is in the markets. 47% of the people there say we're very knowledgeable about BEVs and hybrids. And 79% will consider one for their next purchase. 79%. Um, 84% say, oh, oh, by the way, I learned something that I didn't know about electrics. Hmm. And, uh, and and 73% say that the uh, auto show uh, has given me a lot of information about electrics and has had a role in my consideration of electric. So... Uh, and I know Washington, you, you bring up Washington, I know they have done, along with other auto shows, they've had special displays right. about electrics, and um, uh, and that's been pretty effective. There's a lot of people, an awful lot of interest in this subject, uh, but there's also a lot of knowledge that needs to be passed along the road that uh, to, to make this successful. I believe it will be, but uh, it doesn't happen automatically. Steve, that's fascinating what you're saying here. I mean, the auto industry has definitely got to ramp up sales of electric cars. I mean, they're under the gun to do that, not just in the U.S., the world over. If you could advise automakers of how they could use auto shows to educate the public on this, are there any specific things that you could give us? Um, I don't have it with me, but uh, I can say this just from generally speaking. An awful lot of information is obviously available um, digitally, and people use that all the time. Uh, when it comes to television, you don't really – television doesn't communicate a lot. It, it'll communicate imagery. It'll, it'll certainly has reach, uh, and it will uh, show you what a car looks like inside and out. Basically, that's about it. And if there's some kind of an incentive involved, they can communicate that. But that's a bit about it for TV. Digital is far gets into far more of the weeds of, of 
getting knowledge across to the customer. The auto show then then uh, brings to the party uh, the experience. They can see the car. They can sit in the car. They can understand that the electrics, in terms of creature features and in terms of the interior environment and so forth, are very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can, of course, get um, uh, statistics on performance but at, at, on the digital or on the internet, but they can't get the experience of it. And when riding drives are being conducted, that's a that's a really tremendous way for people to, to, to experience an electric vehicle, generally for the first time. So auto shows brings what it has always brought, right from the, when they started in 1900. Um, they show people, the, they, they, they offer the experience of the consumers, the point, whether it's uh, fossil fuels or whether it's electric, it's the same thing. And this is really important with BEVs, especially because it's new. It's new to a lot of people. Most people have never seen one. And, and to that point, one of the things that the, the organizers of big auto shows you know, tell us journalists is that automakers want more experiential uh, things. They want to get people into vehicles. So they, they want to drive around, hear them, feel them. I, I, are you, you know, seeing that as a big part of you know, what we can expect in auto shows going forward? And is there an educational component that's important because while it sounds like a lot of the people currently going to auto shows know quite a bit about electric vehicles, my emails, you know, suggest to me that most of the country really has very little, you know, understanding of them. So is that part of, you know, the the role for auto shows going forward too? Just to quickly add on to to Mark's point, do we see a chasm in, in EV education between the coasts? I mean, what about the middle of the country? How, how have they bought into this uh, technology? I don't know that it's geographically located. It may be, but I, I don't know that. Um, but I do know this. Uh, there's, there's a great deal of in, uh, interest in, in electrics, and it's obviously very visible. It's a, it's a current topic of conversation in the media a lot. People are getting exposed to it. They're aware that, in, uh, that it's coming. Uh, and this is the place to showcase it. And it's very straightforward. It's always been the same thing. What people want is the vehicle that they're interested in in front of them at the show so that they can see what it is. They may have heard about Tesla. They say, well, gee, I'd really like to see one. And if you can drive one, so much the better. Um, but it's the same old thing. I want to get in the vehicle. I want to talk to a product specialist who can explain things to me. I can find out what this is going to cost, uh, and, and 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 ultimately, if you can drive one, that's that's sensational. Uh, it's really good. But uh, yeah, this is a tremendous opportunity for OEMs to really get involved with with electrics. And Steve, a uh, question about the chip shortage. You know, people go to a show, they see the car they want, and maybe they have to place an order for it or wait, you know, a couple of months uh, to to get deliveries. Any feedback on on how the chip shortage has impacted consumer expectations when they go to uh, the auto shows? In any well, what we find, Brian, is that people go to auto shows way in advance of the purchase. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and they they may be in the market for 2023, for example, but they're going now. So whether the chip shortage will continue into 2023 and beyond, uh, we'll see. But um, 
but they do shop well in advance. So that it, it's not to say that the ship, chip shortage doesn't play a role. It certainly does. But it does say that the auto shop mitigates to some extent because people are shopping way in advance. Do you have an expectation uh, for what we'll see on the auto show circuit this year? I mean, in a normal year, there's maybe 55. Do you think we'll be close to that again? Uh, I think so. Uh, Some shows have canceled for uh, the the remainder of the season, Um, but but it's limited. It's been half a dozen or a dozen shows, I think, were canceled or thereabouts. And I have to believe that next year is going to be a totally different matter. I think I can't imagine why uh, we wouldn't return to pre-pandemic experiences in auto shows in terms of attendance and interest. Um, and the reason I say that is uh, we one of the things we do is we and we ask people what, among those people who didn't attend an auto show why not. And generally, it's because they weren't aware of the auto show. Uh, it conflicted with their calendar. Or they're not in the market, or they don't, or they're not interested. I mean, it's one of those four things. When the pandemic came along, um, the the reason for non-attendance was eighty percent COVID. It wasn't all of the other matters that uh, people say. Well, the auto show is no good anymore. The brands are not there, and all of those kinds of things are just not true. There has been somewhat of a drop in luxury buyers at auto shows because luxury brands have not been there many times. But in terms of women, in terms of minorities, and in terms of youth, um, all of those uh, groups are actually up over the last few years, and I think they'll continue. Yeah, Steve, go go into more detail on that, because I was uh, fascinated to find the demographics that you guys uncovered in your research. Not at all what I think the public perception or certainly my perception of auto shows has been. Well, sure. Um, First of all, youth attends in a disproportionate high share. Why is that? I'm a first-time buyer, for example. So this is all new to me. And uh, this is the auto show is coming to town, uh, and uh, I'm going to go and find out about whatever I'm interested in. Conversely, older people have a lot of experience and frequent brand loyalty, so they tend not to attend in the in the uh, as as often as youth does. When it comes to minorities, um, minorities seem to shop a little bit differently. Uh, they involve a lot of people. And, um, and and I don't think it matters whether it's African-American or it's Latino. They, the minorities tend to involve more people in the purchase decision. So we see them going to auto shows, not one or two people in the household, frequently three or four. And uh, and again, it's about first-time buyers, uh, and it's about uh, general interest, and there seems to be a real camaraderie uh, that, that exists in that group. And so they're attending, and they're increasing because they're increasingly important in the new car market, as, as you know. Just to let you know, I fielded over 100 calls after the Washington Auto Show. People went to the show, and then they wanted validation from me because, you know, they see my Facebook posts and they know that I've been in this business for a long time. So it was just a staggering number of calls this year, the most calls I've ever received after an auto show uh, in, in my career. So your point yeah. is well taken. So that's what we find. And of course, when it comes to women, um, obviously women are increasingly important, very important, but increasingly so 
and in purchase decisions. So they too are attending auto shows. And yeah, yeah, in fact, your, your research here showed almost 50% or about 50% of the attendees are female. Uh, almost 50% are 35 years old or younger. Yeah. I mean, that's extraordinary. Uh, do you think part of it is women? I mean, this is what I hear from women. They feel intimidated in many cases going to a dealership. Isn't no, a, I think that's a, a, an auto show a better way of them being able to figure out what they what's in the market and what yeah. they want to buy? I think that's an excellent point. I mean, this is this is an environment where there is no sales pressure by design. And they can um, compare all of the different cars and trucks that are because even in the smaller smaller regional shows, there's a lot of vehicles there. And they can talk to people who are knowledgeable. And you're right, the intimidation that they may experience in a dealership is by design is they do not experience at an auto show. Interestingly, I think it was three years ago uh, in Chicago, the women actually outnumbered the men, if you can believe that. That's not been very typical, but um, but that was true a couple of years ago. But I think you're right. I think it's the experience. It's a very friendly environment. Steve, have you had a chance to talk to uh, your your information about the luxury component of the auto shows is, is fascinating. Have you had a chance to sit down with any of the manufacturers to find out why they pulled out of the shows, you know, given the uh, the data that you presented today? We have, sure. And uh, it's been, there's a combination of things, I think. Um, on the one hand, it's cost. Uh, I think that when the press days became, at auto shows, when the press days at auto shows became less important, there was a general feeling that was also tr true of the consumer days, which is not the case. But there was a general perception that that was, that was the case. Um, in more recent times, of course, the chip shortage, one of the, ar the arguments is simply that, gee, we're not having any trouble selling them. We're having trouble building them. And so why should we be spending a lot of money on auto shows? The answer to that one is, don't you know that the chip shortage will come to an end at some point or be alleviated at some point? And auto shows not only communicate shopping, they also communicate brand image and a whole lot of other things that uh, play into the emotional side of the purchase decision. But uh, basically, I think it's cost and it's the chip shortage and it's uh, um, an incorrect perception that consumer days are, have, have become less important as price days have become less important. That's not the case. In, in fact, what your research shows uh, is that those luxury brands are probably using the wrong metrics. Mm. They're looking at what kind of media coverage they're getting. They're looking at what kind of social media is out there. And you're saying, forget the media, focus on the attendees, the actual car buying public. Yeah, um, that's true. I mean, we've always been in that, in that boat that uh, you really need to understand the attendee at auto shows. If you're going to be involved in auto shows, you need to understand it. You know, we do a buyer study the next, the following year after the auto show season is over and people have had a time to purchase the vehicle, which is, as you know, a lengthy process frequently. And, and we have found year after year after year after year, 20% of the buyers uh, say that they went to the auto show and it influenced their purchase. One out of five. I mean, that's, that's a staggering number in my mind. Yeah. So, 
So what's the next auto show that is on your radar screen this year as a barometer of what to expect going forward? Well, we'll be at the New York show, which is coming up in April. Uh, We're just coming back from Chicago and uh, we'll be at New York. But we'll we'll be measuring the other shows in between, the regional shows. We may not be there, but what we do is... um, the day the auto, the day following the auto show closure, if the auto show closes on Sunday, Monday, we are interviewing in the market and asking people if they went to the auto show and if they did uh, a lot of information about what their experience was and what they what their perceptions were and uh, how important is the auto show in your shopping uh, experience. And those people that don't go, we we measure why you didn't do that, especially among the twelve month attenders. But we, 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 that's how we do it. And we'll be measuring all of the auto shows that are open uh, through the end of the season. Uh, but we'll be on site in New York. So that's when on Sunday, can... buy on Monday, right? I beg your pardon? Win on Sunday, buy on Monday. Right? <laughs> no interview on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you've been gathering uh, the, you know, data on those metrics for about uh, 10 years, uh, I think you said. Is that, is that about right? Um, probably a little longer than that now. I think okay. it goes back to so something have, like. Have you? Go on, I think we started the summer around '05, so about 15 years. Okay. So, have you seen any you know significant change in the number of people who are looking to go to shows, or the reasons they go to shows in that period, or is, is, are the figures you've been you know, giving us you know relatively steady throughout that period? Steve, stable. we need a a fairly quick answer. We're down to the very end here. Very stable. Very stable, both in terms of attendance and effects and ROI. Thank you. So, what I mean, I, I guess the, the takeaway from this is auto shows are still very powerful means of being able to reach the public and sell new cars. And uh, anybody who's overlooking them is, is missing out from a manufacturer's standpoint. I would agree with that, yes. Steve Bruin, thanks so much for coming in and sharing your uh, research uh, findings on auto shows. Mark Phelan from the Free Press, Brian Armstead as well. Thank you for your your questions and in participating in this discussion. And of course, I want to thank everybody else who has tuned in. Well, thank you. Thank you. Auto Line this week partnered with the Consulate General of Canada in Detroit to produce this episode.